Yo, beautiful humans. We got Dan here, Hello. we got me, and we welcome to the studio, Jojo Siwa. Right. Yay, that's me. <laughs> Hi. You, I am super low over here, if you can turn me up, Paul. Yeah. But uh, you sound phenomenal. Thank you. You look phenomenal. Thank you. Th- thank you for the energy today. Of course. You know, it's today and every day. Dude, <laughs> we'll energize our ball all day long. It is pretty constant, right? You know, it really is. Like, from the minute that I wake up to... The moment that I fall asleep, I'm just nonstop. How? Yeah. How do you do that? You know, honestly, I just love my life so much, and I love what I get to do every single day. Like, I literally, as cheesy as it might sound, like, I literally get to live my dream every single day of my life, and I just think that I realize how lucky I am and how I'm just so thankful for it, and I'm so thankful that I have the opportunity for it. I want to go to the beginning of this. Uh, your journey is so fascinating. Thank you. Your life and who you are. And I genuinely, I say this with a, a bunch of honesty, what you represent is really special. Thank you. And when I was listening to your music, on the surface, like, obviously, it's rainbow, it's colorful, mm-hmm. but some of those lyrics, dude, are kind of deep. They go deep, yeah. Dude, kid in a candy shop, like, what is, uh, we'll dive in. Do you remember the first time you ever put a bow on your head? Not really, because it was literally as soon as I was born. Um, <laughs> but I think the first time that I can actually comprehend when I was wearing a bow is in preschool, when I would wear like two little piggy buns and I'd have like two little bows in them or pigtails and have bows in them. Did you need it in your wardrobe every single day? You know, I did. I did. I loved them. And I have a joke. My joke is like, as I get older, the bows just kept getting bigger. So <laughs> I feel like one day when I'm 80, it's going to be like a bow yay big in my hair. It's going to be fun. What, what, do you have a massive bow? Like, what's the biggest bow you own that you wear? That I wear? Okay, that I wear is a different story. They're all class. Like, the classic JoJo bow is this size. Like, Got traditional, it. very... Big, um, but there was a time when they were going to make JoJo Mega Bows, which were about this big. Whoa. They didn't end up working because they were super floppy, so we didn't <laughs> like how it turned out. So we were like, scratch that. But I, I don't wear this bow, but I have a bow that is literally about this big, and it goes over my merch rocket. So I have like a little like a merch little <laughs> launcher thing, and so it goes over that. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty exciting. You've made bows quite a thing. The last the last celebrity I saw make bows a statement was Ariana Grande Love back that. in the day. Didn't you just I, repost something about her? I did, I did, because she just posted a picture on Instagram of her wearing a side ponytail <laughs> and a bow. I was like. Okay, uh, okay, okay, cool. Like, I, uh, I mean, I don't know. I just thought that was pretty cool. It's like, I know someone else who wants to slide funny telephone every day of their lives. Oh, let me think who. Uh, on your list of, like, cool moments and accomplishments, like, that is a cool thing, right? Because maybe That's you really inspired cool that, maybe you didn't. But, but like, celebrities interact with you. People it's m- crazy. What? what? Anything surprise you in that celebrity world? Oh, yeah. Every, every every single celebrity who does surprises me. Obviously, we have Justin Bieber. Um, Kim Kardashian was pretty epic. Gwen Stefani. But I think my all-time favorite, like, oh, my gosh, this celebrity knows me, Elton John. <laughs> that one was crazy. Come on. El- like, the Sir Elton John, like, bl- blew my mind. What's that story? 
You know, it's actually, it's a pretty good story. So basically, we went to his concert, and it was very nice. You know, they, how he does his meet and greets is it's like we, there's a list, and he has to approve the list, but then he wakes up the day of and decides if he wants to do the meet and greet. Oh, what a king. Right? I know, but like, he fully gets the right to do that, you know? Yes. And so they're like, they'll do, he'll do the meet and greet before the show. If he decides to do it, if he doesn't, it just won't happen. We're like, okay, cool. So it's, it's before the show. We're like standing, not standing, we're like in this little back VIP lounge area, and it's like two minutes to the show, and I'm like, hey, mom, you still think he's doing the meet and greet tonight? And she was like, no way. And I was like, I know, it's okay. So then, anyways, we go to watch the show. His show was incredible, first of all. But one minute before the show started, someone who works at AEG, one of the heads at AEG, ran out to my seat and was like, change of plans. After the show, Elton wants to meet you, so you'll come back. And I was like, okay, this is crazy, right? But, like, I still don't know because he could be like, no, I'm tired. I don't really want to meet anymore. Yeah. Like, it's okay. So, I, and then after the show, we went back, and then we waited in a room, and then they were like, are you ready to go? We went in. I was actually with Sasha Baron Cohen, who also <laughs> knew who I was. His daughters were fans, which is, ex- like, extraordinary. That's Great crazy. Great company. Right? Yeah, fabulous company. Um, and, yeah, I... Literally, we hung out with Elton John for about 45 minutes. What? Whoa. It was the best night of my life. And I've had a lot of great nights. But, like, just hearing that makes me want to vomit with excitement. Like, right? Like, for you. Well, and for me, I know after seeing the trailer for his Rocket Man movie, like, because I'm, I'm not really his core demographic, you know? Like, yeah. I'm not his generation. But I love his music, obviously, so much, but I don't know so much about him. But that's how the same thing was for me with Queen. And then after I saw the movie, I got super interested with their real lives. And then now I know every single thing about them. I've watched every interview, every performance. Like, I want to know everything about them. And I knew it was going to be the exact same with Elton after I saw his movie. And so I was like, I'm going to really take this moment for what it's worth right now because it is worth everything to me, and I'm going to just enjoy it so much. So do you walk away with knowledge that you're going to instill into your own career after that? One million percent. You like... It's like I don't I don't even know how to explain it. Like he just has such like a sparkle to him. Like he just has such like a glory to him that you're just like I'm a different human now because I have talked to you. Like he's just so incredible, so wise, so smart, so talented. Like he's just a brilliant brilliant man and is just the greatest human. You're an old soul when it comes to music because you oh, said yeah. the only music you listen to is your own and Queen. Yes. Um, and Elton too. I mean, great company again. Yeah. Um, does do the those artists inspire you at all or inspire the records oh, we've yeah. heard today? Oh yeah, 1000 1000%. Uh Queen right now, I am so obsessed with I uh I've seen the movie nine times but I, I love the people in real life too and I love the actors in real life too but um and the actress uh but just I just think it's so cool like I read this thing I'm not gonna say what specific song it was but it was like this song repeats a saying a lot of times it was like it repeats like 45 times this song is brilliant and it has one writer one producer one composer and I was like that's really cool and it was about Freddie Mercury and I was like that's really 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 cool I just think it's really nice how they had their story, but also who they were playing to. They were playing to the outcasts. They were playing to the people who were different, you know? Freddie was so different. He was a a gay man who was an immigrant who really didn't have any opportunity handed to him. He had to work for everything, and I think it's so great that his talent just showed, and he got to do exactly what he loved all the time. Would you say that your music is kind of also for 
I don't want to say outcast. Outcast, but yeah, yeah, no, I know, I know what you're saying. Yeah, is it for the people who are different? Yeah. And that answer is one thousand percent yes. My my music is to anyone who wants to listen to fun music because that's what I love to do. But also people who you know maybe don't have a billion friends in the world or who maybe you don't want to listen to something inspiring to lift their day up. You know, it's to the people who are in the back of the room who, there's a queen quote, but who are in the back of the room who don't think that they belong. You know, it's to those people who I just, who I love so much. You know, I love different people. I love all types of people. That's just why it's so cool to me that that's who I'm playing to. Uh, How did we get to this moment that we're in right now? Your life, it starts in Omaha, Nebraska. Your mom's a dancer. Oh, yeah. You make your way on to Dance Moms. You're there for a couple years. Who, how did music become your vehicle? What came first, music or vlogging? Actually, they kind of came at the same time, but vlogging slash YouTube came before music. So, like, what happened was, is when I was on Dance Moms, I had a girl, and she was like, hey, we should write a song. And I was like, okay, cool. Set me up with a producer. Set me up with a writer. Like, let's do this. The song is erased from the internet. We will not talk about it anymore. Um, it, it was a song. It was a great, cute song. It just, I knew it wasn't really who I wanted to be in my life. So I was like, I'm just going to pull it down. It was very cute. Um, anyways, though, fast forward. This is still when I'm on Dance Moms. Fast forward about a year later, I was like, okay, mom, I actually want to get into music now. I was like, I have a passion for this. I want to write things that are inspiring. I want to write things that are true to home with me that I, I want to focus on. And so I got with these fabulous people, um, great producers and stuff, and I was like, I want to write a song that is about coming back from anything, coming back from, you know, bullying or coming back from just anything in the world. And we came up with Boomerang, how you can come back like a boomerang, and it's all history from there after Boomerang. And YouTube and everything. I signed with Nickelodeon, and then I do more music. So it's it's really it's crazy. Why did you need the message of Boomerang in that moment? Did you do that for you, or did you do that for the audience? You know, I did it for both. I I get a lot of hate online, but I I mainly did it for other people because I do know how to deal with the hate. You know, I do know how to delete and block the comments. I do know how to only focus on the nice people, not the negative people. But a lot of people don't. You know, and a lot of people need help with coming up with how to fix that and how to overcome that. And so that's why I'm kind of there to be their guidance in that world. Great role to have. And also, everybody needs a reminder that, like, you know, not all bad things last. You have the ability to come back, you know, every day's a new day. Exactly. Um, So, when you're your creative process is fascinating. The dances, I love Bop. Thank you, thank you. Dude, it, Bop is very fun. Dan loves a good dance. I love, I, I had a great time watching it. Thank you. I thought it was so fun. It, it really reminded me of the, like, when I grew up, I was very much shaped by, like, Hannah Montana. Oh, yeah. And the Jonas Brothers. Yep. Like, when I see it, I'm like, hoedown, throwdown era. Like, yes. The world loves a good mob dance, baby. Yes, exactly. When you talk about... This record in general, or this record in specific, I'm sorry, is there a message attached to it, or is it just a party anthem and just an escape record? You know, all my things, when I am in the studio and I'm writing a song, I always say that I don't necessarily have things have to be, like, so, you know, this is this song is about exactly this, it's about overcoming this, it's about not thinking of this, it's about doing this. I'm like, but I never want anything to have a negative message. Everything always has to have something positive behind it. So with Bop specifically, yeah. you know, the song is 
just a fun dance. But if you really listen to it, you know, dance like it's nobody's business. The sky is the limit if you give it a minute. You know, that's saying that do what you want to do. Not even if it's dancing, but do what you want to do. You can achieve anything you want to achieve, but it might take some time. So, like, all my lyrics really have a true deeper meaning. You just have to really think about it. Zach Sang Show. Hey, beautiful human. I've been telling you about this app called Robin Hood. I'm going to tell you about it again in case you don't know. Let me read you something. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free, while other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade. Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all your profits. Daddy Warbucks. Plus, there's no account minimum deposit. You don't need that to get started. You can start at any level. It's awesome. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. View easy-to-understand charts and market data and place trades in just four taps of your smartphone. You can also view stock collections, such as 100 Most Popular. With Robinhood, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio. Discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of The Zach Sang Show, that is you... A free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help start building your portfolio. Sign up at zacksang.robinhood.com. Now back to the interview. Zach Sang Show. Kid in a candy shop. You ready for this? The world is yours like a cookie jar. Just reach it and grab it. Grab it, it. yeah. <laughs> and then you were, you talk about like the darkness and the light and uh, put your head on a marshmallow. Oh, yeah. We put our head on marshmallow pillows and take another bite out of life tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, like, I kind of needed that. I'm not going to lie. The, the lyrics of my songs are insane. Like, when me and there's another girl, Jeannie, who will help me out with writing... When we're together in a room, some magical things happen. I mean, like, just the, my favorite lyric in Bop is, I know you got the fever like it's Saturday night. It's a dance song, Saturday Night Fever, but it's reversed. It's like, that. when we came up with that lyric, I was like, that is genius. So are you using one person for every record? Pretty much, yes. I've worked with a couple different people on a couple different records. You know, I branched out with Everyday Pop Stars, with My Story, with D-R-E-A-M. And there might be another one that I branched out with, but most of my songs, you know, and hold the drama, yeah. But most of my songs, I mean, Kid in a Candy Store, High Top Shoes, Every Girl's a Supergirl, Bop, Only Getting Better, all of those have been with the same two people, Uh, who I love very much. How'd you know it was time to leave the dance team? You know, Dance Moms was more than just seven girls competing at a dance competition. It was a TV show. It was a network. It was a platform. And I am so incredibly grateful for it. And I had the best time of my life on Dance Moms. I mean, it was just so fun. I got to do what I loved on it, which was dancing and performing and being on TV. So what's what's not to like about it? But it came to the point where I wasn't going to be able to do certain things because I was on Dance Moms and because I had to be on set every Tuesday through Saturday working from 8 o'clock to 4 o'clock, but then dancing from 4 o'clock to midnight. Or not midnight, but a little over-exaggerated. So it got to that point where I was like, okay, it's time to step away. This is this was amazing, and I'm still friends with all the producers, and I'm still friends with all the cast. So we're, we're all like a, still a big happy family, but it just was time. It was time for me to leave. It, was fame a part of that? Like, realizing that you are a famous entity, like you are a person that the world looks at and totally knows? It blows my mind every day. Like, when I'm on the street and people are like, that's Georgia Siwa! That's Georgia Siwa! People, people know my car, too. There was this little girl. She wow. was probably... 
Six years old, maybe five years old. She goes, that's Georgia Siwa's unicorn car. I'm driving, by the way. Does not realize that I'm driving. By the way, you're also on the car. car. Oh, yeah, no, I'm also on the car. That's Georgia Siwa's car. She didn't, she didn't figure out that I was in the driver's seat. She just knew that it was my car, though. It was adorable. Um, yeah, no, it's crazy. And I just look at the way that I look at people and how I love them and how I idolize them. And I'm like, that's unreal to me to think that there is millions of people, kids, who do the same to me. It just, it, I was thinking about that the other day and it just is crazy to me. Do, do you need to have those thoughts every now and then to put everything into perspective? Definitely. And to remind yourself of the power behind not just your actions, but also your words? One million percent. One million percent. And everything you do, everyone picks up on. Every little thing that you say, it's out there. Every little thing that you post, it's out there. So obviously... You know, you got to be careful. But for me, it's just really who I am and what I do. So, like, I don't have to be like, ooh, I shouldn't post that. You know, like, because uh-huh. it's like, if I'm doing it, I'm okay with sharing it online because it's who I am and it's what I'm doing. So, it is it is definitely hard, though, sometimes to know the separation. Is There's no other version of you. What you no. get in the vlogs is you is behind me. the scenes. Yeah, no, you've been with me for the past yeah. 20 minutes now. I mean... <laughs> You you de- you can tell like it's who I am. I Unless like I'm playing a character, then I'm someone else. But this is the lowest volume you're at usually. Yes, right? yes, this definitely. Is, this is your normal conversation tone. Yes, this is if I'm having a conversation with someone. This is it. Uh, the only time if I'm like talking to my mom or like if I we're playing Monopoly like family game night, then I'll you know. I'll kind of be like this, and we'll kind of be a little bit more chill about it. But that's just because I don't want my voice to go away. That's good. Yeah, on tour two, that's gonna be that's gonna I'm gonna have to because I'm gonna be singing live every single night. That I'm going to have to make sure that I'm resting my voice in between. But I'm like, I'll be fine. I vlog every day. It's all right. <laughs> what is businesswoman JoJo Siwa like? Like when you this. go in, <laughs> so when you really? go in and you take a look at the products, because I'm sure there's somebody at Nickelodeon and merchandising that goes, look at all these things that bear your face. Mm-hmm. Are you like intense about it? Do you give notes on things? You know, if it worked exactly like that, it would be a bit different. Um... But when I am in any sort of meeting, I am not afraid to say my opinion on things because it is my career, because it is my life, because it is my passion and essentially my face. Dude, you know? it's you. It, it's me, literally. It's my name. It's my face. It's what I'm going to live with for the rest of my life. So I do make sure that it's every single thing that I love. Um, but, you know, I have great people on my team. You know, my mom is phenomenal. My manager is incredible. My uh, team at Nickelodeon is everyone at Nickelodeon. I asked them, I was like, you know, one day I want a meeting with every single person who has worked on anything JoJo, even if it's one oh, it's pair be everybody. of socks. They're like, Jojo, that's probably about 5,000 people. And I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I don't. Maybe, like, make a video of everyone. <laughs> From the promos to the socks. It's crazy. There's so many people. Yeah. it's. A, I worked there for a couple years. Oh, really? Loved it. Yes. What'd yes. you do over there? I did Nick's Orange Carpet, and I did Nick.com, and it was back in the day, like, while Victorious was still on the network, and then uh, iCarly was wrapping up did while I was voiceovers? over there. Uh, you know, I, Like, for the network stuff? I, I, I did a couple, but not nothing, like, big. Like, I was always on and like Nick.com. If there was an orange carpet, I was there. Yeah, your voice sounds like you'd be a Nickelodeon voice. Wow. As weird as that is. You know, like, so, tonight on Nick, you know? <laughs> Coming up next, it's SpongeBob, only on Nick. Yes, yeah. that is Nickelodeon. <laughs> it's crazy. You know your audience better than anybody at the end of the day. So yes. obviously you're going to know, you know what they're going to want to see and what they're going to want to buy from you. 
why do you think people like you? Why do you think people want to spend time with you and give you their energy? You know, I think because I'm real. I think because I am who I am. I'm not a character. You know, a lot of YouTubers specifically uh, meet me in real life and they're like, whoa. And I'm like, what? They're like, you literally are who you are on the internet. And I'm like, oh, obviously. Like, And I, I think about it. I'm like, do you know how much work that would be to be someone else every single day? Like, it'd be crazy. I'm like, I, I love working so much, but I want to put my time and effort into something else. Not that. Uh, so, yeah, I do I do know them the best. And I, I just think that it's that I'm relatable in the sense of I'm a kid. I'm happy. I love what I do. I love life so, so, so much. But then at the same time, I get to do all these amazing things. I have so many cool opportunities, and I get to do anything, which is just mind-blowing. Do you think your energy has something to do with your success? I do. I think I have a very optimistic look on life, and I think that definitely has to help. Because even if something goes totally wrong, we'll make it right somehow. (laughs) It's a great way to look at it. Thank you. And kind of a reminder that everybody can use. Yeah. Right, pink hair, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Thank you. You mentioned earlier that you get a lot of hate on social. What are, what do people say? To, like, how can people hate on everything you do? You know, it's mostly older kids that dislike me is the word that I will use. Uh, older kids, there's always the exception, but a lot of people from ages, you know, anywhere 14 to 18, you know, they say, I talk too loud. They ask me why I would write a song about a boomerang. They ask me, you know, why do you wear your hair like that? Your hairline's receding. You have the hairline of a six-year-old man. You're a giant toddler. You know, there is all these things. Yeah, no, it's people People say Joe Justine needs to pick an age. Uh, she is as tall as a 22-year-old, acts like a 5-year-old, and has a hairline of a 60-year-old. I was like, nice. I love that. Um, but these stick with you, obviously. They they do, but I, I'm able to laugh at them, which is yeah. something really good about me. I learned at a very young age how to just laugh at it and just brush it off like it's no big deal, which is actually a quote from Boomerang. All of the words you just brush it off. But I just think that if I'm going to give somebody the time of day, which I give everybody the time of day all the time as long as I can I don't want to give it to the people who are hating on me that just doesn't make sense you know I'm gonna if I'm gonna respond to a comment I'm gonna respond to someone who's saying something nice if I'm going to like a picture I'm going to like a nice picture not a hate picture you know if someone comes up to me and says Joe Seaway you're ugly but then someone says Joe Seaway you're awesome I'm not gonna talk to that person who called me ugly I'm gonna talk to that person who called me awesome and I'm gonna tell them that they're awesome too you know and maybe that person that called me ugly you know I'm gonna say you know I hope you have a good day today because I think you need to have a better day today than what you're already having because I don't know what you're going through, but it's clearly not good. Do you care about numbers? Are you hooked on, like, your, your stats on YouTube? You know, I am, but I don't necessarily care how many numbers there are. I just care to, like, know what they are. You know, Got I don't it. care if I get 10 million views, 1 million views, or 1 view, but I just like to know that that got 1 view and the next one got 2 views, you know? So that's that's where I'm at with numbers. You want to be aware of how many people you're talking to and the power, or what is it? I think for me, it's to see what people like about me. I think for me, it's to see what they like, what they respond to, so that way... I know, and it's awesome because there's never been a time where it's like, oh, I didn't like doing this, but they, my fans really like this. It's always been like, oh my gosh, I liked doing this, they liked this, let's do more of it. You know, that's how yeah. the music worked with Boomerang. You know, I was a little kid who wanted to release a song, and now Boomerang has 665 million views, <laughs> Good which is Lord. crazy. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, 
They love that. I love that. Let's do more. So then, you know, we did Candy Candy Store, which now has 150. Um, Hold the Drama, which now has 120. I say that very unsure. Dan's um, working on it. High Top Shoes, D-R-E-A-M, Only Getting Better, Every Girl's Supergirl. We just released Bop, you know? So the music is something that I'm really passionate about. Have you ever imagined a world of yours or a life without the camera in front of your face? Oh, it's horrible. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, I actually, as much as I love being on the camera and in front of the camera, I also really like being behind it. I love directing and I also Ooh. love filming. I have, a, I have a very, I love filming. Wow. Yeah, so, I know. It's a fun fact. No one knows a bit about me. Is something like that on your list of to-dos in life? You know, I kind of already do on a on a smaller scale. You know, like I'll film for my brother every once in a while or I'll direct my brother every once in a while. Yeah. You know, or if I come up, I, I do a lot also behind the scenes, not even just behind the camera camera. I, you know, I create, I direct, I produce all my own stuff and also all my brother's stuff and if there's ever a project that I want to help out on you know I can always help out on it so that's really 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 fun but it's just like I love knowing the technicals of it I love helping out people because I know what it's like to be on the camera and in front of the screen on the screen and in front of the camera there it is so it's cool to know how to help them from behind the camera also yeah it's comforting and you have a really unique perspective and you can handle situations differently very, oh, yeah. Very cool. When you look at the future, what else do you want to accomplish? Like, wh- what are some must-dos for you? You know, I want to go on a world tour. I'm going on I'm going on a U.S. and a little bit of Canada tour, but I want to take, it, I want to take my tour world. I would love to do a movie, I, like a big screen feature film. Get it. Booyah movie. Be at the Oscars. <laughs> Hopefully it's the same year as Greatest Showman 2 or Queen Bohemian Rhapsody 2 if they ever make one. Um... <laughs> But no, I think I also just, I just want to grow up performing. That's what I'm here to do. That's what I love to do. I just, I just want to grow up performing. What motivates you to keep going? You know, that's a very good question. I think for me, it's just A, myself, but also the people who watch what I'm doing. My, my fans, my students, my supporters, my family, my friends. They all inspire me every single day to keep going, but also me because I'm doing this as something that I love to do. And so I'm, I'm the type of person that's like, okay, if you make a really good video, you can get shaved ice. Like I'm like that type of person. <laughs> I bribe myself like I'm three years old. I really, really, really do. Like I'm just like, Jojo, if you clean your room today, you can film two videos tonight instead of one. Like, that's how my brain thinks. Like, I love to film. I love to work. I love to sing. I love to rehearse. I love to do all that stuff. So that's just where I'm kind of at with it. I, I pride myself with working things. It's fun. So a lot of pros, obviously, to the life you live. But there has to be a couple cons. Like, does the personal life suffer at all because you love to work so much? You know, I think for other people in my situation, there definitely would be cons. A lot of people think that... For say, JoJo, me, is a character. They think that behind closed doors, you know, I'm some kid who wears black jeans that are ripped up with some combat boots and a gray hoodie and I have my hair down and a messy bun or whatever. Not the case at all. If that was the case, it would be very difficult because then my friends, you know, would just, it'd be harder to keep friends. It'd be harder to keep secrets. It'd be harder, you know, if I was into boys, like, it'd just be like that. But for me right now... It is who I am. I'm not ready for a boyfriend. My friends literally know that this is exactly who I am. So there's there's no secrets. There's no, like, ooh, I can't post this. There's no, like, 
There's stress, obviously. There's stress because my biggest fear in the world is fail. I don't want to fail. My biggest, biggest, biggest fear is failing. So that's where the stress comes from. But there's no stress to like, I have to be cautious about what I do, what I say, what I post, what I wear, where I go. Because you're just you. You're transparent. I'm just me. Exactly. So failing is your biggest fear. Yes. That's where you don't want to go. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the opposite, which is success. How do you measure that and how do you know you're doing well? If I'm happy. If I'm happy and I'm living my best life, then that's how I know that I'm doing something right. If I have the, all the numbers that are there and I'm selling out you know, a 250,000 seater venue, that's great. But if I'm not happy there, then that's not good. I know if I'm ever there, I'm going to be so happy and I'm going to be literally unstoppable because I'm going to be the happiest human on planet Earth. But other than that, you know, that's just how I, I, my brain thinks. It's like, if I'm happy, that's what matters. So what is failure? If I'm not happy, complete opposite. If I, uh, if I am sad about what I'm doing, if I wake up in the morning and go, oh, I don't want to do this today. Or if I go, oh, you know, I just don't feel like going here. I don't feel like working. I don't feel like writing today. I don't feel like recording a song today. I don't, that's where that is for me. Are, are you afraid of those moments? Because like, it's okay to have those moments, mm-hmm. but then like the next day be rip roaring and right Yeah. You know, knock on wood, there's literally a log, right <laughs> literally a log right there. I have never had one of those moments yet, but I am terrified of those moments because I don't want them to come. I think as long as I'm staying happy with what I'm doing, they won't come. Yeah. But if they ever do come, oh boy, it's m- my mom is going to um, have to help. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember the last time you were sad? Yes. I just got very sad, actually, about a week ago. I got very upset. Um, what was it? I'm thinking of the best, easiest way to explain it. Nothing big. Now that it's two days after I realized it, basically... There was, with my merchandise, there was a miscommunication, a slip-up of whatever. There was some products out that I didn't see that I was really excited to see and I was really passionate about. And there was the final versions and I didn't get to see them. Before they went out. Before they went out, yeah. But they were, they were just at an expo. They weren't out in sale yet. And so I, I got very upset of, over that. But it was just a miss-up. It happened. I understand. I was just very upset about it that night. By the way, like you can be upset. You have the right to be upset. I do. It bears your face. I do. We said it before. It's literally an extension of you. It is. It like, is. Like it's a, like a limb. Yeah. You know? Like it's no, you. It's really, it's a plastic version of me and a doll, you know? I, like it's, it's <laughs> crazy. It's literally you. What's, it's what, what's crazy. it like going into Target and just seeing yourself everywhere? It is insane. I just did a video where I bought every single piece of JoJo merch available at Target. Jeez. First of all, they didn't have everything. They had How literally they? probably 50% of what they should have. <laughs> Second of all, my cart was overflowing. I mean, just at Target alone, there's my new collection, JoJo's Closet 2.0, but then there's also tons of other apparels, tons of other accessories. There's the bows, there's toys, there's books, there's DVDs, there's bedding, and there's soon to be other things that I can't talk about. Do you own a piece of everything? <laughs> what do you mean? Do you own a piece of every one of your merchandise? Yes. Yeah, so how it how it works is I get five of everything. Okay. It's a bit delayed, um, so I sometimes will get things 
a month before they come out. Sometimes I'll get things five months after they come out. You know, so it just, it. it just depends on the exact product. But do they show you pictures beforehand? Sometimes. Most times. Yeah, most times. So yeah. Do you have to approve everything or does somebody else have approval? There is what is called a style guide. Uh, and I have approval over everything in that. And then for big, big projects, you know, obviously I get to, because it is me, I get to have a say, which okay. is really nice. Are you going to one day open like a museum of JoJo Siwa? <laughs> you know, I wanted to turn my house into a JoJo museum. No. I also wanted to just have a JoJo store. Love it. Um, but Pop-ups. I think I think on tour for me, I think on tour for me, I'll kind of have like little things of my life. We should, yeah, a traveling museum, the life of Joelle Joanny, Joni, Joni, so close, JoJo Siwa, yes, from Omaha, Nebraska. That's me. Um, whoa, do you, you know, somebody used the word icon to describe you. Haley oh. did. <laughs> Quite. Thank you. Is that a little bit of a scary thing? You know, icon. You're never going to be forgotten. Let's say that. That's what I'm about to say is icon and legend are very, very similar words. I feel like icon is a more today's language of saying legend, mm-hmm. but when legend is exactly what I want to be. You know, I want to be remembered on this earth in 500 million years. What do you want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered for being a performer, being a positive performer. A PP. A PP. A positive performer. Um, having a positive impact with my music while also inspiring people, while also just being so incredible and having so much fun on stage that I just had that power when I was performing. I'm talking about me as if it's 100 years later, but as if I had that ability to talk to everyone who was in the audience, not just the people in the front row, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's my goal in life. Working hard to get there. You're on your way. Thank you. I I appreciate you. Not going to lie, like, I had no idea what to expect exactly. Thank you, thank you. I... Yeah, you're uh you have a great head on your shoulders. You're so Thank freaking you. smart. It's a heavy head. Hold oh, <laughs> over. I'm just kidding. Dedicated and passionate beyond. Thank you. It's very very cool. Uh, why are why are YouTube comments disabled? You know, it's actually a new thing with YouTube. I had nothing to do with it. Oh. Okay. Um YouTube for minors currently is going mm. through some drama um where there's just there, there's just bad people in the world and YouTube is doing a very good job right now about protecting minors so they just blocked comments on pretty much all minors YouTube channels oh yeah it's pretty fun isn't it it's real exciting it's very it's not though because I uh I did a YouTube giveaway and to win the giveaway you had to comment <laughs> so <laughs> all the comments are gone there's about 12,000 entries all of them gone oh. it's fine and now, so what now do you have to send a prize to everybody it was a big giveaway. I gave away everything that I bought at Target. That was my merch. Oh my god, so, that's, that's a good idea. Yeah, it was great. It was great. I gave it away for nine million subscribers. No, I just have to. I just had to figure out a way to do a new give, uh, like redo it somehow. I don't know. It's gonna be complicated. Online entry. Direct them to a link. They have to go somewhere else to right? sign up. Do you know what we could do? What? Sign up for my Cunators email fan club. Boom. That's a- nailed it. Thank you. <laughs> gotcha. Um, oh, does does getting older scare you? It does, but at the same time, it doesn't, you know, because getting older to me means getting wiser, getting smarter, getting getting taller in a way that's not actually height formed. Um, But I think getting older is not a bad thing. I think people are scared of age and they are scared to be like, yeah, I've been on this planet for 45 years. But it's like it's a good thing. You know, it's a good thing. It means, you know what you're doing and you one year older means one year greater. Have you felt like you had to age yourself at all? 
throughout this journey? Not yet. No, I don't think I have because it's just happened so naturally. That's like what I always say is I'm not a character. So it's not just going to be one day that the bow comes out. It's not just going to be one day where I just totally stop wearing sequins. It's going to be gradual. Like people haven't noticed anything because nothing's really changed, you know? What's the biggest thing you've learned since the beginning? Oh, boy. Not everything is as pretty as it seems. Everything is pretty, but some things are prettier and some things are uglier. Wow. Yeah. Deep meaning. I kind of want an example. You want an example? Yes. I'm just thinking like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm trying to think of like a good example. Just like how things are created, you know, what the meetings are really like, you know? I would just say like how things, this is a way to explain it, Okay. You're on set, right? <laughs> you see the pretty part of the set on the screen. You don't see the video village and everybody yeah, behind it. Yeah, but you don't it. see everything behind it, you yeah. know? You see, this is a better example. You see all the cast being friends on set, but then you see behind the closed doors, what you don't see is, you know, there's some dividing. And, you know, this this is in every world. I, luckily on Dance Moms, we were all a, such a close cast. And my cast on Nickelodeon is me, my dog, and Nick Cannon. So we're a close <laughs> cast also. But there is, you know, there is, like, this is our squad. This is this squad. This is this squad. Yeah. And, like, if you're not in it, you there's no, like, that's what I mean by that. So... Do people bestow cautionary tales upon you to follow? Like, or do you pick up on other people's stories and you use as like an example of what not to do or how to handle different situations? You definitely learn what not to do. You definitely learn. That is my biggest thing right now where I am and my mom is trying to protect me because a lot of people grew up in this business not wanting to do it and then growing up to be superstars but didn't really love doing it in the beginning if that makes sense which is where I'm lucky as I clearly as you can tell I I love doing it and so I think my future is going to be really really cool and really really fun but it definitely can you definitely learn from other people definitely and I can look at people on both like the Nickelodeon side and the YouTube side Mm -hmm. you know both People people have lived and experienced, and yep. you know we're lucky to look at everybody else's experience. Thousand percent. It's crazy though because you know the way that Shirley Temple, the way that Mary Kate and Ashley paved the way for child actors is really cool. You know they didn't really have labor laws. They didn't have to have teachers on set. They didn't have to do three hours of school a day. They didn't. They could work a full fourteen hour day, not yeah. only an eight hour day, a four hour day, or a two hour day for newborns. You know that is what my generation and younger than me, I'm on the older side of it, is doing for the next generation of YouTube, for of social media, you know, because there is no labor law. There is no, a child can only work so often, you know, on YouTube, you're just filming your life, which is something that's crazy. And it's going to be really interesting to see, you know, how it turns out in 10 years from now. Is it a positive thing or a negative thing that the most wanted job by Generation Z is to be a YouTube star? You know, I don't think that it is a negative thing for right now. I think that as long as the kid is doing something fun and something that they love to do, go for it. YouTube is a great life. But at the same time, we have to have surgeons in the world. We have to have firefighters in the world. We have to have policemen. We have to we have to have also the normal people. You know, we have to have restaurant servers. We have to have everyday construction workers. We have to have businessmen. We have Everyone's to have important. Fillers. Everyone's important. So, like, even though that these kids are just seeing the people who are on the screen, they don't see the people who are off the screen necessarily. And those also have a very important job in life. 
But I think what happens is those kids see all of us YouTubers being friends, yeah. and they want to be friends like that, if that makes sense. Because that's how I know I am. I'm like, oh my gosh, he's friends with her, and she's friends with him. If I'm just friends with him, then I'll be friends with all of them, you know? <laughs> that's like how a YouTuber's brain works, necessarily. And so I think that's how those kids think, but they don't understand that, we, you know, we love them so much. Fascinating. Your kid comes to you and says, I want to do YouTube later on in life. Are you like, yeah, let's do it. I'll support you? Yeah. You let your kid do YouTube. Oh, my kid. I thought you said a kid on the street. Oh, yeah. If my kid wants to do YouTube, 100%. (laughs) Oh, yes. And I will be living. I think by (laughs) the time. Okay, so let's just go like this. I'm 15. You know, say I have a kid by the time I'm 30. So Uh I'll be be 30. So my kid will be one years old and I'll be 30. That's in 15 years from now. Oh, dude. We're going to live in a crazy world. Where are we going to be then? Is YouTube still going to be a thing? I mean, MySpace isn't a thing anymore. <laughs> Jeffree Star started on MySpace. Now he's on YouTube. You know, all these creators actually, you know, David Dobrik, Liza, all those people who are big, they all started on Vine. Now Vine's gone. So it's, it's also going to be what is happening then. And, you know, I think by that time, I'm going to be really strong and passionate in the music world. And so maybe my kid will follow into that step. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to let my kid decide. But yes, my kid is fully allowed to do social media. Is that really where you want to go? Music is the end goal. I've wanted to be a pop star my entire life. I do think, though, that it's really cool that, like, for me personally, if I could watch anything of Freddie Mercury, anything, I would watch him sitting on a couch petting his cat. (laughs) If I could watch that of him petting Delilah, I would live for it. So I think it's really cool that now these kids of today's generation literally get to watch their favorite people doing their everyday things. I think that's so cool and I think it's going to be really valuable and really awesome in 10, 20 years from now for all these people to look back on their lives. I, You're 100% right. It's very special on two sides, right? One for the person creating this, the content and sharing their life mm-hmm. and then the, the the fan, right? The person yeah. who either is an, uh, appreciates their music, admires their music, maybe wants to learn from their music and yep. make music of their own. You really get a chance to get to understand somebody and know somebody. You do. And know the person you're choosing to support and give your energy and money to. 1,000%. No, no, no. These, these kids, they are our life. They are why we get to do what we do. I just, I don't remember if I posted on Instagram or if I saved it and if I was going to post it later. But I posted or I saved it um, saying, you know, I literally, I know I say it all the time, but I get to do what I love to do because of you, because of your passion behind my projects, because of your, because of our love for each other. And I think that that's really important to know that these people who are watching your videos, who are coming to see my shows, are why I'm here and are why I get to do what I love. And that's just... Without them, I wouldn't be able to. So it's it's really, really, really nice. And I just, I want them to know how much I really love and appreciate them. Dream the tour. Yes. Nationwide and little pieces of Canada. Yes. Uh, you're going out there. You're going to be selling out rooms. What, what, how big it's are the crazy. venues? I mean, they go anywhere. The first leg is anywhere from like 3,000 to 5,000 seaters. But then the second leg is anywhere from like 7,000 to 12,000. Get it. Crazy. Get it. Crazy. And most of them are already sold out. Congratulations. Insane. And the ones that aren't sold out, people should go and check you out. They should. They should. Because as it gets closer, I mean, literally, I think the tour is like 75% sold out. Yeah. The tour is 75% sold out around there. Um, There's 80 days left. That is 
far away yet. That is <laughs> yeah. far away. I mean, it doesn't start till May. And the dates that aren't sold out yet are the ones that are happening in July, August, September, October. The far, far, far away wow. ones. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So if you haven't gotten tickets yet, go get your tickets. JoJoDreamTour.com. <laughs> are we going to be serving candy? Is there going to be a lot of rainbows? Oh, I'm sure there's going to be lots of things. I don't know what they're serving for food yet. I think that'll depend on the venues. But I just recently got the the stage what the stage is going to look like for the show and crazy let's just say this i did not know you could do that wow i did not know you could do what we are doing what? i literally even if you had a 5 billion dollars did not know you could do what we're doing. It's crazy. What a tease. Oh yeah. Dream the tour, get your tickets. Do it. What is the your most proud like what video on youtube that you've made are you the most proud of? Oh boy. Most proud of? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have a couple answers. Number one is the music videos. Those take so much effort, but once they come out, they are my favorites. Uh, and also creating the music videos are just so fun. You know, recently I've worked with a phenomenal director, Mark, who is amazing. Um, but I'm thinking of now like a real, not not that those aren't real videos, but like a creator video, you yeah. know? Most proud of... Probably when I did the 100 or 1,000 balloon challenge. That was really fun. Um, or anything with Miranda Sings. Those videos are always really fun. She loves you. I love her so much. She is incredible. Very special person. Miranda, I don't know if she loves me, but Colleen does. <laughs> <laughs> that one I can say truthfully. So the 1,000 balloon challenge? The 1,000 balloon challenge was really fun. I literally got 1,000 balloons. How? Did yeah. somebody bring them to you? You know, I called Party City and I was like, hi. The people there know me. I'm like, it's JoJo. They know like, me. Like, hi, JoJo. Yeah, my face is all over that story. <laughs> um, so I'm like, hey, I'm a, can you guys blow me up balloons? They're like, yeah, it's a dollar balloon. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. That's perfect. How many do you need? Mm, a thousand. <laughs> oh, a thousand. When will those be ready? Tomorrow at noon. It's like, all right, perfect. Thank you. Sign me up. Literally, it took like three U-Haul trips back and forth wow. from the party Whoa. city. Yeah, it was crazy. Th and <laughs> thrive. Yeah, it was everything. It. Oh, Jojo Siwa, thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you all for having me. I I've learned thank a lot from you. Thank you. I've picked up a lot. What are you thinking? Well, I know it was a few months ago, but did that whole Justin Bieber thing, like, were you happy uh, about that? Did you think it was funny? I did think it was funny. I thought it was hilarious. Obviously, he was hating on my car, so I can't what? say that I was necessarily happy about it. But I loved it. You know, Justin Bieber commented on a picture of my car. Justin Bieber saw my car. Justin Bieber saw my book and then decided to post that, too. You know, so I just, I, I laughed at it. And his sister's our fan, so I figured it was very lighthearted. And he even mentioned that it was lighthearted and he didn't mean what he said. But it's just funny. You know, I just, I just thought it was funny. Mm -hmm. It has to be like a feather in your cap. Like, it does. It really does. It's like that moment when... You know, just someone of something recognizes you and kind of what you've done. And it's just like, oh, Justin Bieber, my uh, childhood very first crush who I loved so much and still do love, definitely just commented three times on a picture of my car. <laughs> love that. By the way, he loves cars. And I think he's cool with the people at West Coast Customs who oh, yeah. did it, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, they were like, he comes in here all the time. I mean, also, he had a leopard print car. He had a Christmas <laughs> wrapping paper car. Which one of those cars of his would you burn? None of them. Oh. That's me. You're so nice. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. 
I can't. You're thinking about it right now. <laughs> Maybe I can. No. Fortunate. I if I had to say a least favorite, it would be the leopard print one. Just because it was brown. It was just so brown and boring. Well, Justin, if you're looking to get rid of the leopard print car, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> I need it. JoJo's okay. I'm good. I'm good. I got I got the car with my face on it. Burn it mobile. You're rich. Is that crazy to think about? <laughs> Go one more time. You're rich. Is that crazy? To wrap your mind around? Rich isn't really a a term that I use often. Um, You got cheddar. (laughs) You got bacon. Hearing hearing that from you, first of all, thank you. But second (laughs) second of all, I'm really rich in happiness. Rich in love. Well, that's beautiful. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think... I'm not... I'm not... I don't look at my bank account often. I I don't think of money as... Life and happiness. I think of happiness as happiness, and I think of family as happiness, and friends as happiness. And yeah, you know, money can buy you great things, but at the end of the day, like, what does it come down to? You know, and that's just where I'm at with it. Uh, I have a lot of respect and admiration for you, Jojo Siwa. I appreciate you deeply. I think you're going to be around for a really long time. Thank you. And I I hope that, (laughs) seriously, don't you even worry. Just keep being yourself because what you're doing and who you are obviously shines super bright. And your music, like, again, like I told you, I I was really surprised. Like, when I started diving into these records, I was, like, ready to not be in. But but I'm in. You're in. You're here. And I'm hoping that this is the first of many conversations. So I I, I thank you. Anytime. Thank Thank you for taking the time. Thank you all you guys, too. Thank you. Jojo Siwa, everybody. That's me. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.